everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. A show where we don't do a great job at explaining what the show is. <laughs> so today we have a special guest. His name is Fernando. Say hi, Fernando. Hello, hello. So, uh, we'll let Fernando introduce himself in a bit. But uh, <laughs> first, I'll, I'll tell you what the rules are. Uh, so we have Fernando here. He's gonna pretty much answer any que- or one question that I have, and Dimitri will be his lifeline if he uh, needs help. <laughs> yep. And uh, so during the process, you can't Google, you can't look up the answer. You just make it up if you don't know it. But sound okay. confident. Yeah. <laughs> Emit confidence from your being. As long as Lynn believes it, then we've succeeded. Nice. I'll probably okay. fact check later <laughs> afterwards. So, yeah, so that's that. So, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, so, I'm Fernando. Uh, I originally met Dimitri through Lambda School, and we've been friends ever since. And uh, now, I, I, was, I was quite jealous that Spencer got to be the first guest. But so I pressured Dimitri into inviting me and he eventually folded. So here I am. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Welcome to the torture. Ch- I mean, wonderful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. So, um, Fernando, Dimitri mentioned that you are uh, sort of an expert in uh, encryption. Certified expert. He may have overhyped my abilities, but yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So my question to you is, how do you pick a lock? How do I pick a lock? Yes. Uh, It depends. Do I have access to the lock? Uh, Sure. Okay, perfect. So that's actually... (laughs) I am an expert. You need to do it over the phone. (laughs) So, well, yeah, because I was going to say, like, if I don't have access to the lock, I can do some social engineering and then it could get fun. But since I do have access to the lock, uh, that's very easy. It's actually so simple that I'm just laughing thinking about it. You can hear me laughing <laughs> while I think. Well, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll put in a laugh track for you. That's perfect. No, thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> As you can see the audience. Yeah. Anyway, um, so locks are interesting mechanisms. They're basically, how can I explain this? Uh, think of a lock as a, in general, locks work in a cylindrical fashion. So you have a cylinder which has on one end the opening which can, uh, where you can put your key in. And as you, as you notice, like the key has serrated, serrations all over it, right? So all of those uh, peaks and valleys, what they do is they basically uh, push around uh, like tiny things that are standing up. God, English is so hard. But <laughs> I think they're called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'm not an expert in English, but <laughs> as you as you introduce the key into the log, um, the thingies that are standing up will either Again, go. Pins. <laughs> yeah, the pins. Yes, thank you, Dimitri. I, I haven't phoned you, but you're already coming through. Uh, <laughs> so the pins will uh, change their height. And so if the key has the right um, serrations, the pins will go up and down depending on, on, their, um, on the height of the key. And so that will allow the mechanism to unlock. So the pins are all 
preventing the uh, the lock from going uh, from actually turning. So when you introduce the key, the pins go a certain height, and then you can just turn around the um, the the lock, right? And so that opens up the the, the door. Now, obviously. Uh, since I'm trying to pick a lock, I don't actually have the key. There's many ways you can actually do you this. You can't just access a lock with a key? That I thought that was it. That was done. <laughs> okay. That was quick. Um, do you want to get a Starbucks or... <laughs> well, they're all closed. Are you going to be able to pick the doors there? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you have a picture of, the, of your key, uh, as long as you have something of, like, a... Um, a uh, reference to it, like a quarter or something, you can actually print or, or like if you have it on your phone, you can make the photo bigger and you can trace the key on the piece of plastic and that will help you unlock uh, the lock without the actual key. Well, technically it would be the key, but it wouldn't be the original key. So a, tech, a, sm a small pause. So Lynn, um, for everyone that's been following us on Twitter, you might have seen that she printed out a bunch of app icons uh, lately and this was on plastic that you then treat in the oven. So I guess you could print out the key on this plastic and then put it in the oven. It'll get hard and thick. Right. And then therefore you have a key that you can then put in a lock. But then you have to know that like when the when the paper shrinks, it's down by 50%. Yes, yeah, so you have to size, size it. So you need to resize it We'll do a few sizes. Is that what you're <laughs> The key has to be really, um, really slim though. I don't know if the plastic like expands. It gets to like a millimeter and a half. So it's, it's roughly the size of an actual key. That's pretty good because the actual standard is around 1.75 millimeters. So mm -hmm. you should be pretty good. Yeah. And so... You see, I told you he's a certified expert. He knows what the standard is. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, what you do if you don't actually have the key or a picture of the key and some magic plastic, what you do is you can get your lock picking keys. And the lock picking keys are basically... Uh, there are many different types of like um, hooks, and what you do is uh, you want to uh, depress or um, well depress just a certain amount of pins so that you can get the actual lock turning. So you usually have two um, two tools. One is called a paddle, and so the paddle what it does is it applies pressure into the lock, and the other one is the actual hook. And there are many techniques for like uh, unlocking a lock. Uh, the most common and usually the easiest one is called a rake. So you put in the paddle, you go in with the with the hook, and then you basically rake the pins and try to fumble it. Uh, that's how I've unlocked a few doors myself. Uh, and then there are more advanced techniques because locks keep getting like more and more difficult. Obviously, like this is the the obvious like the uh, the basic mechanism. But then you can get different things like. Um, if you depress two different pins uh, that the key isn't meant to depress, uh, one of them may break, and so the lock stops working like at all. This is a, a defense mechanism in case somebody wants to lock uh, lock pick your door. It'll break, and so no one can get in or out. So there are certain and then, things. And, uh -huh. and then I introduce it to my little friend, the sledgehammer. The sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of the XQCD comic. Like, have you guys... Well, there's there's always an XQC comic where... There's uh, thousands. Yeah, there's thousands. <laughs> Somebody one? has a laptop and they're, like, being kidnapped. And the two kidnappers are like, oh, no, uh, they're running, like, 2048-bit uh, encryption. We'll never get it. And then on the next panel, it's, like, real life where they're, they're kidnapping him. And uh, the kidnappers say, well, 
Uh, it seems to be encrypted. Ah, uh, that's fine. Just grab that wrench and hit his knee until he gives us a password. <laughs> so, <laughs> more or less like We'll that. add a link to that to that uh, comic in <laughs> the show notes, so be sure to check it out. Yeah. XKCD is always great. So that's that's more or less how you pick a door. Uh, well, lock, lock pick a door. Does that answer your question? Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, hold on. Let me think. Uh, so you know those locks that have like those uh, those pass code where you spin the oh the uh, a... yeah twisty turning locks the no, twisty no, 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 yeah no. that is the technical term actually the industry term <laughs> is it no, no the one where you have to put in your own numbers like mm-hmm. you reset the password a combo lock yes that oh, does that work lock. the same way uh. It works similar. So uh, in the end, there is still the tubular, the the, I, yeah, I forgot the word, but the tubul- tubular. Yeah, no, what what did I say at the beginning? God, this cylinder. is really hard. I feel the pressure, <laughs> the pressure mounting. On me. Uh, yeah, the cylinder. Like in the end, even though it's a a um, twisty lock, which is the industry term, uh, twisty lock. Yeah, this is really hard. Twisty lock. <laughs> Uh, you still have to put it into a cylinder that just clips onto the the, the metal part of it, the twisted metal part of it. Um, uh, so that part still has some uh, pins. And what you do when you turn around the log is basically um, you have different uh, levels of, of uh, circular metal plates. And so the plates align. And so basically when you are uh, setting up the, uh, the password for the first time, you're aligning the plates to the specific um, number. And so once that is set up, then that is locked into place. And when you put in the numbers, what happens is you're basically realigning them so that the pins inside the uh, cylindrical uh, shape just give out like you would on a regular lock. I don't know if that made sense. You can introduce a live track, uh, a love track right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. I'm thinking. Uh... So it's basically two different locks, uh, two different mechanisms inside the lock. You have the circular plates, which help align with the pins in the cylindrical uh, part where you clip on the lock. Now, is that, is when you align the plates, is it? Because normally they they come with their own passcode already, right? Yeah, well, there's that is two so different th- kinds. There's the one where you just have one disc that you turn, and then there's the ones where you have like three discs of ten numbers yeah. that you kind of align. The ones that you can set yourself are the ones where you have like the three little gears that you set to like five to one. Say. No, but you can no. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about those kinds of locks. I was thinking about the individual, like the master lock. Yeah, yeah. So the the reason those um, you can set, I didn't even know that you could set those. Yeah, yeah. You I can set they your just own. Came with a combination. No, no, no. That that would sort of defeat the purpose, right? Because if someone well, gets a hold of like it. the uh, the one passcode or the box or something, the lock is basically useless. Yeah. So all of them are useless because I think they all work that Well. <laughs> <laughs> as determined true, by the but... industry expect expert here they're all useless <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't lock your keys they, uh, don't lock your house so they'll be fine <laughs> no but uh, so, yeah sorry what was the question sorry I derailed us <laughs> I forgot <laughs> oh right so what was, I was basically explaining that it doesn't matter uh, I wasn't thinking about the individual uh, like having individual locks, like the suitcase locks, right? Mm-hmm. Or you have yeah, perfect yeah. Example. four different, yeah, yeah, four different uh, spinning locks. Uh, 
imagine like it's the the exact same mechanism but um when you have a single lock the keys are basically the sorry not the keys the uh, the discs are parallel to each other so mm -hmm. that's why when you when you select a number from one side you have to turn it counterclockwise because otherwise you would the keep, other disc yeah because otherwise you'd be keep you'd be moving the same disc and so when you move it counterclockwise uh, after it is in the in the exact position it locks move it counterclockwise you look for the other position locks and then you keep repeating the process and that's the way how does it uh -huh. How does it remember what number you set? Because is there like a some sort of digital computer inside that remembers no. it, or like it is or completely is it mechanical? Yep. So when it's unlocked, I think as the as as the the knob that you're turning turns, you're basically aligning that knob with the discs that are inside. Correct. So that's and... how it remembers. Because once you relock it, then the di then the knob is tied more directly to how the discs move i'm pretty sure that guess, the way uh, yeah i'm pretty sure the way that you do that is the key has uh, a certain way that you can turn it i don't know if it's the same key or if it's a special key but the way that you turn it it enables you to move the discs while setting up the number so that way you are entering like a master mode uh, mechanically where one one uh, thing i don't know is triggered and so that helps you set up the discs and then you remove the key and from there on out, the, the combination that you have, that's the numbers that you get. I think Fernando has much more fancier locks because I don't think ours have keys. <laughs> no, I think they should. They, I don't I'm, I'm, Yeah. I've never seen keys on, on those master locks. Before. On Is the, that what the single called? individual? Yeah, yeah, with the one knob. Those are the, with locker the 50 room numbers. Locks. Yeah, locker room locks. I'm yeah. pretty sure all of them have at least some way of entering like the master mode. Or you can set up your own number. Don't know. I guess we'll we'll have to <laughs> do some good old fashioned research. One I am an day. expert. You have to believe me. <laughs> or we can just believe Fernando. There we go. Uh, so while Lynn is thinking, uh, I remember seeing. I don't remember the name of this, uh, but on Steam there is an early access uh, quote unquote game that is a lock picking simulator for like safes and stuff. Nice. But it shows you a three D like X ray view of the lock that you're picking so that we can actually understand what the process is for all sorts of different mechanisms. And I thought that was like so freaking cool. Yep. Uh, so we'll be sure to leave a link to that uh, because definitely check that out if you want to learn more about like lock picking all sorts of different locks. That seems to be the best way to train for that because then you'll see how the different discs and wheels are moving on the inside. I'll, I'll do you one better. Uh, there are training locks that are totally transparent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the lock yeah. itself is physically so, made of plastic. Yeah, so you mm -hmm. can actually buy, like, cylindrical locks, or I've seen other types of locks, like the, not the turny, twisty kind of locks, but the actual, like, circular locks. Well, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so those locks you can buy out, made out of plastic so that you can see exactly how you... Uh, work the pins and everything or you can go to home depot and buy a lock and then take it apart and then watch the springs fly and then know that <laughs> is never going back there are plenty of youtube videos <laughs> i'm pretty sure you could but yeah be very careful i was gonna say you have to be very careful with having lock picking equipment it is illegal to have in some places unless you have like a lock picking license great I Great thing to note because I did not know that it would be illegal in some places. Yes, I'm pretty yes. sure. Over, in, in at least places, in the United States, you can just like order it off of Amazon and 
they are not going to ask anything or put you on any sort of list. But uh, I'm sure there are places where you should be a lot more careful. Uh, no, so, but in uh, the U.S., I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure some states do have rules against you having lockpicking tools if you're not a lock, uh, certified like lockpicker. There's a national association of lockpickers, and you have to pass their exam in order to get your register. And once you get that register, then you're allowed to to have uh, tools. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if there are schools for it, but I know that there's an exam that you have to to pass. Mm -hmm. I guess to give people uh, the safety and knowledge that if someone calls a lock picker, they're not just going to unlock any lock for you, to, regardless if it's not even your address. Like, oh, I can't get into my apartment. Call the lock picker. 20 minutes later, they show up. It's like not their apartment at all, but they <laughs> unlocked it for you. So. I, I'm going to guess that the license has a little more to do with that than the actual process of picking locks. I agree. And I also think it's about safety. Uh, it's the same thing as if you were carrying a bat on your car. Like, I'm pretty sure that's illegal or frowned upon on many states because it's a weapon. Uh, so what I've read on the Internet is that if you have a bat, a bat, like a baseball bat for, for self-defense, what you should do is have a, a glove so that if the police ever stop you and search you and they say, say why are you carrying a bat? Oh, I was just practicing baseball. So I think it's sort of the same thing where it's like, what are you doing with these lockpicking tools? Oh, you have a door just, in the back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, you should have a door in the back. You get your bobby pin out. You get the little piece of electrical wire that you've gotten just the right shape. Like, I never had lockpicking tools. I just had a piece of metal. Yep. <laughs> it works just fine. <laughs> Probably not for those locks that like self-defensively break, but uh, you learn something. Yep. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> cool. So uh, thank you. So you pass. You pass. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the inner covenant. No, um, <laughs> thank you so much, Fernando, uh, for uh, joining us today. Uh, so uh, to everyone listening, be sure to follow us at. L-I-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N on Twitter. Lin and Dimichan. And you'll know when we post new episodes because we are completely consistent and you could just tune in on Monday and Thursday and there will be an episode waiting for you. Uh, but that's despite the fact that, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. But, but wait, wait. Do we get to know if I was lying or not? Or is that not uh, part of the show? It's not part of the show. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Were you lying? Were you lying? <laughs> well, that's not part of the show. Oh, I, <laughs> he makes the rules. Uh, I just follow them. <laughs> you just told me the so rules. <laughs> uh, so thanks for thanks for joining everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>